0: Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. so would you want to read Pastor oh. Sister Pat? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Most historically, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world Will keep its eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, where my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my him my Father will
1: honor. Amen. Yeah. So, when we look at John chapter twelve today, from twenty four to twenty six, I would like to read a uh, two verse before that and a few words below that so we understand the context uh, that jesus spoke these scriptures to you know to the people so if you look at john chapter 12 we're going to look again um let's read from verse 21 um and then um sister pat completed reading verse 26 but um, we will um read until verse 28. so john chapter 12 verse 21 says Uh, The same came, therefore, to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. Philip comes and tells Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus, and Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Um, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it brings forth much fruit. Uh, Verse 25, He that loves his life shall lose it, and he that hates his life in this world shall keep it unto unto life eternal. And verse 26, If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Uh, verse 27, now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this cause came I unto this hour. So uh, that's what we see in um, John chapter 12. And uh, looking at the context, right, we wanted to always, uh, even myself, you know, when I did the Bible reading, um on that um application, right? Um my portion every day and you know, it gives me um New Testament or Old Testament scriptures. I do the chronological one right now. So um after the end of the thing, Past Sister Pat, you would have noticed it too. It would ask you like um is there anything that or uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, I'm trying to rephrase it though, I'll paraphrase it. Um any one thing that God is speaking to you about it, right? any one thing that God was speaking to you in those passages, then you can just make a note on that, you know. You can type it in and keep it or save it for future use or people can also see those comments if you share with people as well. But I'm learning to understand that not, not want to just um, jump into the conclusion of just what it says to me, but um you wanted to develop this strategy of looking at the scripture from the from the context Uh and we don't want to run into taking um you know you can get into so much of errors and and excess if you don't if you take scriptures out of context Yeah, yeah so we try to learn we it's a difficult process in the beginning uh, then you will get a uh, hang of it. And then you always will first, um, you know, what, what the scripture is saying to you. You wanted to look into the context of the scripture. So contextual pretty much takes a whole lot. You know, now you have Bible study tools and all of that. You can look into the commentary. You can look into the history um, in that time and what was happening. What was the situation, um, who it was addressed to and so forth. You know, that kind of helps us as well. Um, okay. but, uh, looking here, it says that in verse 24, that, um, verily, verily, I say, unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, uh, it abideth alone, but if it die, it bring forth much fruit. And then it goes on to talk about, um, you know, I was even just meditating on this portion of the scripture saying to myself, what do we arrive at? Looking at the word from verse 25, it says, you love your life. He who loves his life. Shall lose it, and he that hates his life in this world, so love his life. Slash hates his life. So, what is it all about? You know, how could we take that and apply it for now? Um, but the scripture is also saying to us in verse twenty-three that um, the Son of Man should be glorified. Jesus answered them and saying, "The hour is come." He's talking about his hour at that point of time that he is going to be delivered into the hands of the gentiles and the hands of the jewish you know people then to be crucified because we have to still keep in mind in the background that he is the lamb that was slain uh for the sins of the world from the foundation of the world so that that's the backdrop of everything Um, but he's talking about himself and then he refers to a corn of wheat So we did in our biology biology lessons those days, then how these seeds germinate, you know. And then uh, I remember those days we used to make pictures of it, too, that from the seed germination. It's really interesting, though, you know, those things that we don't even consider these days. It's just so, you know, I don't know. I I feel joy about it, you know, because right now we live in a microwave age. Everything happens like that like quick 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 I know yeah but those days imagine and see you are in the farm or like in a suburb or had their own chicken had their own plants and had their own seeds and we used to have seeds you got to wait for the season to come and then you sow the seed and then it has to you know even even talking about the fruit how the uh, the seed germinates it's really, yeah, yeah. and it needs, it depends on the weather, the soil, the light, um, and everything, you know, I, I know that the word, the word of God has been, um, you know, um, you come compared to the seeds as well, but that's not what we are doing here though. Uh, because Jesus is talking about his life being committed, um, and how the seed had to die. Um, And in the uh, natural process as well, the seed, when you plant it, um, like the apple seed, right? When you plant it, that seed has to fall into the ground and to die so that that, um, seed germinates and then shoots up nicely. You know, it's beautiful to see that and then it comes with um, the shoots, brings out the little leaves, and then it grows and grows, and then nice branches, and then you have the, the flower, the, it buds, I should even say flowers. You see the process? It, it buds, and yeah. then it flowers, and then the fruits comes on it. So we have seen those things. Like when we were little, we used to absorb the mango tree. Yeah, yeah, oh my God, yeah, the mango yeah. tree will be full of flowers know. It's like a nice yellow, like yes. a small, uh, you know, nice flower. And then we know, oh, yeah, now it's going to bring fruits, you know, and then it'll bring uh, mango and then it'll ripen all of that. So uh, Jesus right. was talking to the disciples and he was taking them. And then it was, you know, the disciples were kind of, shocked and very uncertain what they were listening and what they were grasping was so different at that time as well because they were following Jesus. Jesus called them and their followers and they saw miracles here and there. And, um, you know, uh, Jesus casting out demons and clean spirits and he um, you know healed many and the blind were able to see, and the lame was able to walk. they were in the limelight then, and they didn't lack anything and so forth and then Jesus also was telling, predicting to them and, um, exp- and, um, and saying to them about his death as well, but they could, they could not understand those things then you know um, but that's what he says here that um, a wheat has to fall a corn of wheat had to fall into the ground and die. And thank God for that, that he he, he he considered himself, you know, he gave himself because um, at some point Pilate said, you know who you're talking to. I have the authority to free you or I have the authority to uh, give the death sentence for you. But Jesus replied and said, you don't have no authority over me, you know, but I lay my life. I, I lay my life down for the, you know, the, for the sins of the world. Um, so, when I was looking at the explanation of it, you can also share what you think about this scripture in the light of the context, um, and also, you know, what, what comes to your mind and what we learn and what we take from it for the practical application of our everyday life and what do we be, how do we benefit from it. Um, I mean, explanation of the lesson I was looking at, um, and I just like kind of um, underlined certain things as well, certain uh, words in here. In verse 25, he said, he will love his life. So I just underline love his life and then hate his life. And then where it happens in this world, it talks about you love your life and hate your life in one hand. The other hand, you hate your life in this world. Um, then what happens? And then immediately after that, uh, you know, verse 26 talks about serving him. So in this world, we are here to serve him. It's not about us. It's not about you. You know, what, what, You know, once when we have situations and problems, you know, I, I think it kind of helps us to answer this question, to, to, to say to ourselves, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about us. It's about God. Right. That kind of right. simplifies it. That kind of helps us to focus on what we need to focus on. Um, that's what I think. I kind of you know, ask myself a question. And say to myself. It's not about me. It's about God. So what do we do? You know? So here it talks about uh, verse 26. If anyone serves me. Now it means if anyone serves Jesus. Let him follow Jesus. And where I am. There my servant will also be. So whoever serves Jesus is called his servant. Yeah. Right, and yeah. his servant takes orders from the master. Right? right, And the Bible tells us that Christ is the head of the church. Yeah. And we are the body, so we take the brain dictates to the members of the body. So likewise, Jesus is the head of the church, and the and we take uh, you know commands and obey him because he's he, Christ is the head of the church, and Christ is the head of the body of Christ. Um, and yeah. then we are all servants, and we uh, and 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 Jesus goes a little bit further to say that if you serve me, then you follow me. Uh-huh. and where I am, there my servant will also will be also. So this is a beautiful saying that he's talking about you know the eternal life, you know uh, the resurrection, the hope of resurrection, and when we are resurrected, yeah. then we're gonna live and we're gonna reign with him as the body of Christ as the bride of Christ and here it says like we have to follow him and his servant will be where he will be also and it, it, it has a beautiful promise in here it ends with and such a comfort that it also not only gives us the command but it gives you the promise that we can hold on to uh, and that promise I could see in 26b if anyone serves me him my father will honor so we just have to, you know, serve him. Serve him means I don't know that you know when you start explaining that, serving him means worshipping him, worshipping him means praising him, glorifying him, living your life in accordance or walking with him in our everyday life, per se job or family or wherever we are, we are serving him, we are worshiping him. You know. Um so when we do that yeah, yes. Uh-huh.
0: And to communicate with Him through prayer because that's the one of the key things, you know, when we serve, we're communi- communicating with Him. Right.
1: You know, what so a joy. Silly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's such a joy to know that we are in communication and communicate with Him in fellowship with Him. And somewhere I was reading <laughs> also in the scripture that He's a jealous God too. Yeah. He wants our time and our, you know, and our attention and our praise and and uh, he demands glory. Yeah. That he gets the glory. You know, these are things that we we want to understand because he is God. Come on now, it's not because that he's my neighbor. He's my friend. No, he's God. He's the Creator God. <laughs> he created the universe. I mean, we don't really. I mean, sometimes it's good for us to take time and think through the scriptures and Psalms, you know, how David had uh, that kind of a worship attitude and gratitude towards God. And when you read those Psalms, you know, it really kind of brings us to a place of worship, a place where we can praise him, a place where we can honor him for who he is. You know, we, it, it allows us to appreciate him more and He gets the glory, He gets the honor, He gets the praise. And, um, and Scripture tells us that He's a jealous God, he, he demands glory, you know, and we are here to glorify God, you know, uh, in, in whatever way um, that He had kept us in um, wherever He has kept us, you know. Uh, we wanted to be for His praise and honor and glory. And uh, now we have a prayer point to pray for us to say, like, Lord, just help me, you know, when I get discouraged, when I get despondent and, and dry sometimes and dreary and feels like a desert, whatever it is, you know, you can always, you know, think through the eyes of David um, who wrote the Psalms and oh my God, um, it says, oh, oh, give thanks unto the Lord of Lords for he is good and his mercy endures forever who alone that great wonders for he is good and his mercy endures forever and who has delivered us from the hands of our enemies for he is good and his mercy endures forever oh give thanks unto the lord who gives food to all flesh for he is good i think these are written by psalm i mean david right in those psalms like You know the lord is my light and my salvation of whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid and he says like the lord is my um refuge and strength a very present help in times of trouble the lord is my shepherd You know, and I shall not warn, He makes me to lie down in green passes. I can say He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. You know, just taking a few minutes to just meditate. I mean, sometimes we may not have the Bible in our hands, or we might not have the cell phone in our hands to just go through that. Wherever you leave me, I can just go and ponder on those scriptures. And that gives me strength. That gives me that energy to praise Him, to worship Him, to serve Him. You know, to be joyful about it. You know that that to pick to pick us up. You know, sometimes we we need to just encourage ourselves, and also to be mindful of others as well who are going through many struggles and losses and situations and so forth. That we are always around. You know, and not only just thinking about us and our joy, but also can be sensitive to others as well to help them and to comfort them and to pray for them and to say like you know to whatever God prompts in your heart to do um it's a it's a blessing and uh, pretty much it tells us like you know in this life in this world so I was saying to myself why it talks about love his life and hate his life how can you love his life and hate his life at the same time and then that happens in this world and it's kind of a, I felt like it's a heavy 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 um scripture um uh, it comes with you know uh it's a heavy duty scripture that's what i feel like you know then what do we need to do for that you know so that uh, we can um we can have it says like we can have eternal life so if you are looking into uh, in, um, from the perspective of eternal life then uh, much of the things that we go through is temporary It gives us that comfort and God will see us through and he's our Emmanuel God as well. And that's a comfort to know in this Christmas season that just God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So I just want to reflect back and see how God is so good that, you know, he he gave himself for us uh, so that... In receiving Him and believing in Him, we have eternal life, and um, you know the Emmanuel God is with us. And many times we don't think that way because we we think about our problems and our situation, but how God, how how great God is, how wonderful He is, how awesome He is, and here we are, you know. And we need that strength, we need that help, you know, Um, so we can always um, meditate on those scriptures that picks us up and gives us that strength. Um, So looking at the passage here and then reading um, the way that they explain here, uh, we're going to read and then we can just comment on it too, right? Um, So what it means to die, I think they're explaining here, it says dying comes before resurrection power. Uh, so, Jesus had to die before he was resurrected. Uh, he That's the gospel. You know, according to 1 Corinthians, I think chapter 15, I'm not sure, but according to 1 Corinthians, it says that according to the scripture, Jesus died for our sin. He was buried and he rose again on the third day according to the scripture and that's the gospel. So in order for him to be resurrected, he has to die. So dying comes before resurrection power. So this was true for Christ and it is true for us. The Apostle Paul showed us what it means to die to ourselves for the sake of Christ. And then it gives us the citation from the Word of God from Philippians chapter 3. If you want to um, turn our Bibles, I'm going to turn my Bible to Philippians chapter 3. Looking at chapter 3, we're going to look at verse 7. So here it talks about run straight for the goal. Apostle Paul writes here, um, verse seven says, "But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ." So it it talks something. It talks about um, you know dying to yourself, look like. And then he explains. Apostle Paul explains, you know, um, though he was um, how great he was by birth. Um, you know uh, in verse 3 of chapter 3 um, he said that um, though he was of the circumcision which worshiped God in the spirit and rejoiced in Christ Jesus and no confidence in the flesh and then he talks about being circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin and Hebrew of Hebrews touching the law a Pharisee um, but even though he was such he was such a good well-learned person with zeal and he was a hebrew and all of that taught in the law and so forth and then he comes on to verse 7 and he says what things were gained to me those i counted lost for christ and then he goes on to verse 10 and he says that i may i count them lost for christ because that i may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made confirmable unto his death. So in between he says, um, um, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I may win Christ, and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Um, So, as the scripture says here. Um, So, we're still talking about dying, um, hate, I mean, hating his life and who loves his life. So, um, it talks about that um, in order for us to experience the resurrection, we all have to die. Yeah. And we have to, I mean, if anyone follows me, the scripture says, they shall deny themselves and and carry the cross and follow him remember that scripture too if anyone wants to follow me let him deny himself pick up the cross or take the cross and follow me so it it gives kind of some kind of explanation to that and that's what apostle Paul says even though he was a Pharisee he was full of zeal for the Lord then um, that, um, you know, the, the, the Judais, Judaic Christians um, or Judaic Jews uh, those days um, found themselves righteous by keeping the law, right? But now he says that even though he was trained as a Pharisee and uh, well-versed in the law, he counts them as a loss, uh because of Christ. Um, and now he says that um, Um, now in verse 9 he says like uh, he found in him not having his own righteousness which is of the law but that which is through the faith of Christ the righteousness which is of God by faith so we are made righteous by faith in Christ Jesus so he considered everything but loss, and whatever was gained to him he considered as a loss um, just to know Christ and to uh, and to experience the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering we know how apostle paul suffered i think almost uh, i would i would say almost 80% of the new testament was was written by apostle paul by the epistles and so forth right the corinthians the thessalonians the colossians the galatians and many many books right in the in the in the new testament and we see how because of his ministry and his suffering for Christ um, the gospel was preached to throughout Asia and and Europe then and to the he's the apostle to the Gentiles as Peter was the apostle to the Jews so because of his suffering uh, he went through a lot of suffering and he explains that in in uh, in the book of Corinthians as well Um, so moving along uh, we're going to read again what's in the lesson here. Uh, Many times obeying Christ means that some personal desire must die uh, but when self dies then the power of Christ in us can operate. We can reckon our old self crucified with Christ. um, Our new self lives by faith as we step out in obedience. Um, And then it, it cites another scripture from Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 so any comments so far before we move i know it's a heavy duty scripture for me too i'm i'm kind of pondering i'm meditating and i'm saying lord help us you know <laughs> so if you have any comments feel yeah, free yeah. to share that's fine you know we learn together yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's
0: you know it, it's basically i you know what he the flora i'm colouring you too but it's um mm. it's, it, a lot of sacrifice. Yes. Know, we have to, yes. You know, it's a big sacrifice. We have to, you yeah. know, bring up the word and you know, you know, die so
1: that we might have, you know, eternal life. Are you know, we there? <laughs> that's know. what. Yeah, we are still kind of being moulded. I think. Yeah, that's what I think we still work in progress amen but God is patient merciful thank God Mm -hmm. he did not destroy me thank God and I say it many times it's God's grace that I'm (laughs) not destroyed his compassion failed not father give me new mercy every day you know as we journey along with him you know it's something to pray about something to ask God something to think about What is it that you want me to lose, Lord? What is that that you want me to deny? What is that self pot that you want me to crucify? Those things are kind of really not a famous famous talking or speakings that I hear, but I think the scripture is um, giving us those. This lesson is giving us those scriptures though.
0: I used to you know growing up in church I hear it preach but never really that mm-hmm. uh, get depth of, you say and the context you know yeah where it's coming up, you know and that was
1: it yeah but it's a lot more you know in depth than
0: just you know yeah it's and more I depth have, I look uh, now that I look into the scriptures so much is required. so much you know in order to Right. And sometimes that situation comes, um, you know. As we said before, that you know, you know, he's a jealous God. Yeah. And I wonder if He tried different things that we might face in life, mm-hmm. if with the to, for, for you know, to get, so he can get our attention.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think so. Me too. I think that way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that. I said maybe things happen sometimes for us to stop and to get because he, He's a jealous God and He, you know, we're going, going. but sometimes, you know, He wants our attention. Attention, yes. And so, when He's going to get it if you know yeah. we go to our talk up and down, and you know, in this way we're able to, you know, communicate more and pray.
1: Pray and yeah, depend on, and on trust Him.
0: Up, Interesting trust realizing exactly.
1: that he's there. Yeah, and that doesn't come off of our nature, of our human nature look like.
0: Right, yeah.
1: You know, when we are kind of exhausted to the point that no more of me and it's all about you. <laughs> Father, I can't do anything of my, you know, in this situation, then we rely on him, you know. Right, To yeah. the point, yeah. yeah. So whatever it is, then, you know, we, we just pray that God will give us that strength and, um, you know, that we will stand firm to the end, knowing and understanding that, you know, that that we will experience, that we may know Him and the power of His resurrection. Even now, it's kind of more difficult because, you know, when you when you even just say to know Him, how the the world's wisdom is so great and far and beyond and great, and these kids that goes to school and colleges you know how they are kind of trained in a secular manner and there's so much of different knowledge and um and high things that come through the uh, through the through the through the colleges educational institutions you know so you have to consider those things as less in order to know him you know uh-huh. because uh, you know children and young people kind of try to think um, uh, what do I say like intelligently or what do you um, practically or yeah. logically that's what uh-huh. I meant logically uh-huh. logically trying to find him you're not going to find him logically uh-huh. you're talking about a creator yeah. he's beyond ourselves Uh you know so it's a mystery and you know you can't understand everything Uh because the Bible tells us we know in part Uh you know nobody can say like I know everything about the divine Uh, we know in part we prophesy in part but when we see him then we will know we will know at that point we know everything our questions will be answered (laughs) But we had to trust him. We trust him, you know. So for the children, for the young people, I'm saying, you know, they're they they they're living in a world where things are kind of very, very more powerful information coming to them in a fast-paced society. You know, when we were growing up, things were a little different because, like I said, you know, we, we saw, you know, milk, we 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 saw um, you know they they milk the cow, then you boil the milk, then they make the coffee. So the family waits for that every morning. But now it's not like that. It's instant coffee. You get a microwave, whatever, whatever. But there, it's a lot of process. We know the waiting and everything, the nature, how things work. But our children don't know. They weren't exposed to that. You know the generations that are coming now. They're so different. They okay. never seen it and uh, for for them it's like this is so simple to them you know to to know that he is our creator god because genesis says that in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth for them it's like the science don't tell you that because the science says you know evolution theory the big bang theory and what other the theories they are adding i really don't know they're adding so many different theories as well now and then they talk about the asteroids and this and that for um, billions of years ago <laughs> they talk about science you know and then these kids then they go to college and then with the history and all of that they they, they kind of question God you know but here Apostle Paul says like you know I know I was well versed in the law I was a Pharisee and all of that but I lay it down for the knowledge of knowing Christ that the righteousness comes in believing Christ mm-hmm that we are made righteous you know so um um to some extent like even our you know not only our faith but also physically uh in our practical life that we have to lay aside certain things um in order to follow him and to serve him and to worship him and give us give ourselves the time to fellowship with him um i'm not even talking about the church and the ministry but just our personal relationship with christ you know just had to put aside certain things to just be with him in his presence, and that's such a glory to be in the presence of God, where He just fills our heart and you know comforts us, heals us, and renews us, restores us, and uh, gives us that rest and peace in His presence, you know. And that's a blessing. So here it says, like uh, we we can reckon our self, our old self crucified with Christ, our new self lives by faith. You know it's yeah. all about faith now faith in christ as we step out in obedience so yeah. yeah it's not about just knowing the word but now having known the word then we have to obey the word um so that we are in line and in tune with the lord uh then we can we can hear his heart i think that's what it's all about to know what is in the heart of the lord through scriptures he has he has manifested it, manifested those word through the scriptures through many prophets and um and um, apostle paul and others his disciples apostles um but that's the main thing of us to know um you know you can read one chapter you know many years ago you would have read it but now if you read you read in a different light god reveals more of it from the more of the same scripture same of the lessons in a different light You know, Uh so he keeps revealing himself at the right time, you know, he uh, we come to understand, you know, we are learning, we will be learning, uh, but not to, not to faint, but continue learning, continue to ask God to reveal himself and communicate with him and finding peace and rest with him. Um, So we're going to go into Galatians, I think it's it's citing the scripture from uh, Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. Um, like I said, I like to read a few, uh, um, uh, uh, a verse before the a verse, you know, um, after. That kind of helps me to understand the context a little bit. I try to do that. Um, so I'm looking at Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, but then I'm going to read verse 19. Uh, For I, through the law, am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I think he's still talking about the law, those days, you know. Um, And then he says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So even though we are living our lives now, but we're living in the faith of the son of God, even though we live in the flesh, we live in the world, but we live our life by faith in Christ. Um, faith in Christ because he loved us and gave himself for us that's more important it's not because of anything else but he he loved us and he gave himself for us and we have faith in Christ and we live and we, we're going to live according to our faith in Christ that will dictate our lives and that's why Apostle Paul says I'm crucified with Christ not my old stuff not my old Pharisee life my, not my old law that was, I was a law-abiding person then, but now it's more about living my life by faith in Christ Jesus because he loved me and he died for me and he fulfilled all the laws were fulfilled by his death on the cross. And by you having faith in him, you receive the righteousness of God. And that's how simple it has been made, like, you know, um, how we get, the, the righteousness has been imputed unto us by faith in Jesus Christ and not by the law. now. Um, you know, because we know that all our sin and come short of the glory of God. So uh, we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But we all need Christ. And we all need Christ not only one time, but we all need Christ every time. Because he gave himself for us, and he loved us, and that's beautiful. it's about faith in Christ, um, so we are moving on for if you love according if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Mm, um, but wait um, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die, but if by the spirit by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live, and that's from Romans chapter eight verse 13 so Romans chapter 8 let's look at it Um, Romans chapter 8 verse 13 so we will read one verse or two words you can read few words before and a few words below but for the time um, I'm just gonna um, in the light of the time I'm gonna read just at least one verse before Um, we are reading uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 13 Um, it says therefore brethren We are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. Uh, Verse 13, For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. Uh, Mortify means put to death, I believe. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you shall live. Um, Verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So um, it says that um, we need to, um, you know, die to ourselves and the things of the flesh and um, through the help of the Holy Spirit uh, that we will be able to put to death the deeds of the body. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So it tells us pretty much not by our own efforts, Sometimes we may not like the things that we do, but yet we do, right? Don't we do it? Yeah. Yeah, we know that we shouldn't be doing it, but we did it, you know. But anyway, we did it because um, I think um, Romans chapter 7, if you read towards the end, it talks about, Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Um, Because he was talking about... um, um, Shall, okay, I, okay. verse 22 says, For I delight in the law of the Lord after the inward man. Because I know that the law of the Lord is right by delight in it, but I love it so much. I want to live by it. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. And then Apostle Paul writes here and says, Oh, wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death and then somewhere it says like um, if you read you know chapter 6 and 7 it's beautiful you know when you read it um it talks about i i i find myself doing the things that i shouldn't be doing and things i should do i do not <laughs> i don't know where the scripture is somewhere in romans 6 7 8 if you read it so yeah we're gonna have that kind of um of uh, strife and struggle that we will we will feel in this world But not to rely on our own self because the self profits, the the flesh profits nothing. But um, as it says in Romans 8.13, but by the Spirit. So now we have to rely on the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, Romans 7 says, I do not trust
1: what I want.
0: I want
1: to do. Yeah. Romans 7.13. 7.13. So was then that which is good? 7.15. 7.15. Okay. I know if you read from 13 is really nice, but then 15 for that which i do i allow not for that i what i would that i do that do i not but what i hate that i do so it's really speaking you know where we 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 find those struggles in us and also you may find those struggles around us we can empathize and we can sympathize with them but we know the solution as the children of god um, verse uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 13 says, If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, you know, whoever, um, I, I think in verse 14, I, we read it, that Many are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. So the bottom line that we are arriving is like, we wanted the Holy Spirit to take us over and help us and give us that grace. and And we might have to take some time to just spend time with the Lord and And speaking to ourselves, to to the Lord, uh, to help us, you know, to rely on Him. That's what He wants us to do pretty much as children. That we are not ashamed to say that we have a struggle or we are struggling. We may be struggling, you know, sometimes we may fail, you know, but we we want to get up, get back up again and walk with the Lord uh, and ask for forgiveness and, um, and also accept and help others, right? um mm-hmm. as well and to yeah. to pray with them to pray for them to tell them yeah we we went through such such, such such struggles and situations but we are there to pray for them and if they would i mean if they don't want us to pray with them but we can pray for them right um that god gives us that in this season that um some are going through really difficult situation i should say in families because of the attack of the enemy and so forth but God has given us that compassion to pray for them that they will come through in that situation that God will give them that strength that God will manifest himself or reveal himself to them and somehow minister to them and give them that peace of mind and peace of heart Um, so that happens um, as the scripture says by the spirit we are able to do that put uh, put to death the deeds of the body that we can live Uh, Let the Spirit of God lead us as to what you must put to death in your life. Um, Some bad habits, some wrong attitude, um, perhaps. As you choose to count that dead and step out in obedience, you will find that God's power will carry you on in newness of life, giving you the power to put on new habits, new attitudes, and to see victory in your life. Um, And then it has a closing scripture to say, Philippians 2.13, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Um, Yeah, so um, I had a a few of those scriptures too from Romans chapter 12, what is required of us. Um, And then here it says, I beseech you brethren uh, by the mercies of God. I'm reading from Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Um, this is what you know dedicate your lives to god so that's what we're supposed to do um, and it says i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that he present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind uh, that ye may approve what is that good and acceptable." And perfect will of God so we want to keep that in mind as well to to seek him to know what is the good perfect and acceptable will of God as we um, daily grow in the knowledge of his word and to, to, to say that you know I consider uh, as Paul says that you know uh, uh, consider many things as loss so that he may gain the knowledge of God and to, 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 to experience the power of his resurrection and goes a little bit beyond to say that also the fellowship of his suffering. sometimes, yes, it takes suffering to die to ourselves and to to the old things or to the things of the flesh that um, we are struggling with, but in, in in all of that, we have to keep in mind that um, you know we are living our life by faith in Christ who loved, for, who loved us and who gave his life for us so that you know as the scripture says here that he who loves his life will lose it and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life and if anyone serves me let him follow me and where I am there my servant will be also if anyone serves me him my father will honor so he will honor his children here I'm sure in this world he will not let us down. He will keep us because He's a faithful God. You know, His promises are yes and amen. And when we cry to Him, when we rely on Him, when we just say, Lord, I need you, I want you to take it over and and just guide me, then He will keep us. I th- I, I believe it. He will keep us from evil. He will keep us from danger. He will keep us from temptation of this world, you know, and uh, as we surrender ourselves, our our family and our children, to the Lord uh, that he will be in control and he will take care of us because the scripture says to cast your cares upon him for he cares for us so to just to humble ourselves in the mighty hands of God so that he will lift us up in due time and he, he said he gonna he will honor his children he will honor our faith in him because when he shall appear we shall also appear with him and to his praise his honor and his glory that we will also appear with him it's just a beautiful, you know, beautiful um calling that God has given to us. If you understand it properly yeah. though. Yeah. And that's why we ask God to help us to um uh-huh. to have that kind of a um, revelation understanding. God bless yeah. you, each and every one. Any thoughts though? Any thoughts, any comments? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah just like you said to but for this particular topic, you know, we should, you know, it's, it, you know, I'm praying that God open our
1: understanding because it's so much more like it's a mystery, It's just so heavy-duty. It's just so heavy-duty scripture, though. <laughs> I just keep saying that. And I'm praying to God, yeah. too, to help me, you know, in okay. all of that. Uh, you know, I have to share it. Yeah. But, all right, then, I uh, Okay. Um, you know, it, it, Uh-huh. I
0: just add that to me you know yeah individually
1: individually yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah. How
0: it's, uh, it's, uh, you know i think it's a uh, time for us to go real you know God for wisdom and pray for understanding mm-hmm. so that you know i'm sure that we will apply them you know you know
1: apply them apply them yeah
0: uh-huh. yeah
1: our daily life and we can share with each other what what God reveals more of this you know next time when we meet we can just encourage yeah. one another you know just to help us yeah. Yeah. to stay the course that's what we're here for to you know stay the course and help each other and pray for each other so we can all make it in <laughs> yeah. yeah so sister Patty you can close us in prayer please
0: okay yes. Yeah. Cool. God, so, uh, we thank you again for the day that you have a life together to study your words one more time. Lord. We thank you for the day that you have made in our right mind. Lord Jesus, that we are here, Lord God, to speak on your words, to study your words. And as we study, Lord God, that they will be applied to our hearts as we go and that we'll be able to share it with others. We thank you, Lord God, for all that are gathered here. week for our moderator, oh God, for uh, moderating this uh, session. That she continue to give her wisdom, understanding. Lord God, that as she expound the word, Lord God, that uh, you know she will be blessed. Mm-hmm. Lord God, I pray this moment for her, she and her husband Thank her son, on her grandson, that he will continue to bless and keep them. Lord her, uh, dear Father Jesus, and wisdom and Thank you, Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you for um, for all the family that are presented on here. Yolanda and her stuff and Daisy and, Katie, and his Son. Lord Lisa, mm-hmm. pray, oh God, that you continue to feed them, strengthen them. Adam, Julia, Davine, her mom and her her son, her child. And my family, this moment, Lord, I can't even recognize them. Yes, Father, thank you, Jesus. Keep them daily, Lord God, or you don't keep them, Lord Mm -hmm. God. Help them, Lord God, that they will regain their understanding as we pray, Lord God, that we will continue to protect them. Keep them, Lord God. Shelter them in your bosom as they are going through their struggles, Lord God. That they will look to you for comfort and look to you for help, realizing that if they only trust you, Lord God, you will work it out. As we go, as we separate one from another this afternoon, I pray, Lord God, that your blessing will be upon us through the week, Lord God, yes, that you'll protect our going Jesus. out and our coming in. We thank you and pray the name and you will give you the honor and glory. Give the glory. These mercies I ask in your name, in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. 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 Amen.